Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Look at how he steps and look how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps. Okay? Come on. Look at how he steps and look how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. It's a disgrace what they're doing to our country, but we can erase the calamities of the Biden years. All it takes is a House, a Senate, and a president who will put America first. One of the greatest travesties of all is to see a person in the White House who, even after years of political experience, has absolutely no clue how to be the President of the United States. And I hope he has recovered because, as you know, he fell off his bicycle today. No, I'm serious. I hope he's okay. Fell off a bicycle. I make this pledge to you today. I will never, ever ride a bicycle. Down goes Joe. Down goes Joe. I, I'll make mistakes as president. Yeah, and I kept watching it over and over and over and over and over and over, and it didn't get old. I, I would have kept watching it, but I went down to Arizona to see my mom and dad, and uh, I had to leave the house to go hear my dad preach, but right after church, I went back to watching it again. <laughs> Then somebody spliced together Trump hitting the golf ball, then added to Biden going down. If you don't know what happened, Joe Biden at the age of he's 79 now, and he, uh, he uh, went out on a bike ride. I don't even know how comfortable. I haven't ridden a bike. I know it's just like riding a bike, right? That's what they say. If you haven't ridden a bike in a while, it's just like riding a bike. That's the old phrase, right? That it's something that you don't forget, no matter how long it's been. But the guy with the nuclear codes was uh, up to... Uh, or, or down to over the weekend. Uh, I don't know if you if you didn't see the video. I think everybody in America saw the Biden uh, bike crash, right? And he was asked by a reporter. I think he was leaving church on Saturday night. Catholic, yeah, he's Catholic. He went to mass on Saturday night, and they said, "Mr. President, Mr. President, how are you?" He jumped up and few few times up and down like a demented bunny rabbit. Did you see him? He was bouncing up and down out in front of the church like, look at me, I'm fine. And, you know, to be 79 and to be cruising on a bike like that, I, you know, I give him I give him a high five on that move. But you got to be, you got to know how to stop. And it, it flashed me back. Oh, my. My, uh, my uh, let's see, my oldest son was eight years old. And at Christmas, uh, Santa Claus wanted to get him a motorcycle. Uh, Mrs. Claus wasn't really hot on the motorcycle idea, but... Uh, 
Santa one out, and we're out on the dirt track a few weeks after Christmas, and he was, my son, Helm, I mean, every part of his body was covered up, and he was riding his, his motorcycle fine, and we're standing there, and he comes up off the side of the track and stops and puts his boot down, and when he put his boot down, it hit a curved rock. And the foot slipped on the rock, and what goes down first is his right elbow, which led him to surgery. So there I was. He didn't get hurt while going fast. He got hurt while – just like Joe Biden. That's exactly what happened to my son. on a month. But he was eight years old. Uh, Joe's 79 years old, and he won't take a cognitive test. And as he has, we don't know the results. But he's fallen several times uh, since, shall we say, stealing the White House, right? And <laughs> – the media out there tries to make it look like, well, you know, everybody falls all the time, right? Look at how he steps and look how I step. That's Biden back two years ago talking about how Trump steps, walks, and how Joe Biden steps, walks. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps, okay? Come on. Here it was. Joe rides up. Woo, here's the president, right? Down goes Joe. Look at how he steps and look how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps. Okay. And you notice when he slurs his speech or makes up words or doesn't know what he's talking about, they you, you hear the media say, "Well, he overcame stuttering as a child." Okay, good. I'm glad. Good for him. But it doesn't. It's not why he's doing this. Uh, they're saying that he was on a bike, and now this is you know how they're coming up. You have your normal pedals on a bike, and then you have the, I guess, more pro pedals that has that thing you stick your foot in, and he forgot that his foot was stuck in there when he pulled up. So when he went to go like, you know, as we do when we stop on a bike, that's why his right leg didn't go down. It was stuck in that. Okay. Uh, 38 Republican lawmakers, along with Trump and Obama's former White House physician, now Congressman Ronnie Jackson of Texas, wrote in a letter demanding that he take a cognitive test for fear that he may have Alzheimer's. They talk about the, the changes in the mood and the personality and the forgetfulness, and it's not something I guess he can... Ha- no, it's not. You can't help getting Alzheimer's. Um, but those around him that would definitely see the change more than we do you know, through a camera lens need to step up and i remember that sad documentary of glenn campbell by the time i get to phoenix uh they they put him out there on stage was alzheimer's and sometimes he would forget and he would you know just look around but boy he knew the songs and could play it but he couldn't have a conversation with you backstage but the fact that they i mean when you have that you can't make a a rational decision of yes i still want to tour yes i still want to sing uh, but anyhow, that that's the I guess the 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 most that I've seen it uh, up close was through a documentary. If you've lived with somebody that's gone through Alzheimer's or or maybe going through it right now, you probably recognize and see things that you know people that haven't been around somebody that's gone through it. But it's become way more apparent over these last just the last two years. You go back and you look at the, some of the campaign. He seems like a different person when he was communicating. He was bad then. That's how bad it is. Uh, so you see, and uh, the polls have collapsed. The latest civics poll shows the resident at the White House has, um, let's see, underwater in 48 states. Hawaii giving him approval over 50 at 52% and Vermont at 46% approval. Uh, completely in 48 states. But I guess if you sit back and you believe that 81 million people 
uh, voted for you uh, back then, and you're now you're in the low 30s in an approval rating. Only 21% of independents uh, uh, approve of his misperformance. And what a misperformance it has been. This is what we call a dumpster fire. Uh, the, the gas prices, the baby formula shortage, there's now a peanut butter shortage. We got a tampon shortage. And you had uh, Kamala Mala out there on the tarmac waiting for baby formula to be delivered. And she thought it'd be the appropriate time to talk about abortion. Uh, we got record high inflation. We got uh, uh, vaccines now for six month olds to up to five years old. And uh, we're not going uh, ever ever to forget the 13 dead that he left uh, or over there with Kabul. Honesty, decency, hope, leaving nobody behind. I, it's like the story came and went about the Americans left behind in Afghanistan. Are they still there? Ah, we don't care. Uh, record illegal immigration, the borders, the caravan that's coming up. Uh, t- tomorrow on the show, I want to talk more about Governor Abbott has uh, made agreements a few months ago. Remember when he blocked the border with the truckers? Uh, he made agreements with some of the northern Mexico governors of the states, and now they're stopping the caravan. That's uh, that's interesting news. We'll talk more about that tomorrow, about the supply chain crisis. And here's what Joe Biden told the AP. Quote, he's unpopular because Americans are mentally unwell. That makes sense. Uh, you know, causes have nothing to do with him, right? Recession is not inevitable. That's the latest uh, 2 a.m. teleprompter talking points that go out uh, to the liberals. Oh, oh, the whole team, man, all over TV talking about inflation is not inevitable. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said the same thing on State of the Union. Then you had Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen say the same thing on ABC's This Week. Uh, think a recession is at all inevitable, but acknowledge inflation is unacceptably high. Well, we'll see here in a, a few weeks. Frank Luntz, the pollster, I played you this last week. He's talking about uh, on July 4th when everybody goes and fills up with gas and all the food. We're going to see inflation continue to skyrocket. And here's something else that I don't think we factored in. All this additional extra COVID money. You're hearing about organizations, uh, districts. You're hearing about cities with all this extra millions, millions. If that hits, that's just going to help increase inflation. The the money that's flooding in, it's just they won't, they won't. Right now, what they should do is say, give it back. Just give it back. And the tragedy is that we've tried to explain this to the Biden administration because they're the ones that need to know, and they've refused the presentation. So on your show, I'm going to tell you what I would have told them if they had only listened. We are 13 days away from an absolute explosion on inflation. There are three moments when Americans take to the roads and when Americans buy more food than at any other time of the year. Christmas, Thanksgiving, and the 4th of July weekend. Yeah, but gas is only $3.50. Where are you living? Well, I was listening to Chuck Todd talk about gas is really $3.50. Uh, if we lived in 2010, uh, he's factoring in with, well, just listen to him trying to explain like this is good. This is the biggest problem we're dealing with. It is the ability to return more oil into gas. And as you can see, again, this is not the all-time high. The all-time high was back in 2008. But of course, in today's dollars, it is over five. But if you're looking back at previous dollars, we would be at about $3.50. 
$3.50. I didn't put that music behind it. That was somebody at NBC that obviously didn't have uh, ears. Uh, drop that music there, dude. You got one job, sound person. One job. Biden's economic advisor trying to blame all of this on COVID and Putin. And he, he actually... He actually got called out on CNN. Listen to this. Well, you just have to look around the world today to recognize that the two principal drivers of inflation are the pandemic and Putin. It was NBC. Pandemic and Putin. There it is. Okay, listen. We're seeing this everywhere. It is a global phenomenon. As I mentioned, in the UK, inflation's hit 9%. Right. In Europe, it's hit over. Those are the things you can't control. I'm talking about the things you can. Absolutely. So how do you win that credibility back? Well, if we look at the things that we can control, we win credibility by taking action this president is acting (laughs) acting acting like everything's okay acting like we have a savings account acting like this isn't affecting us acting like this is putin's fault and everyone's going to be filling up their car 13 days from now and they can't put $40 or $50 in their tank. They actually have to fill it up. And that's when the explosion hits. They can't just buy 80% of what they want. They have to fill their shopping carts for the barbecues and the, and the cookouts. And 13 days from now, the American people are going to come face to face with these higher prices and face to face with the fact that they can't afford it. A June poll among the chief financial officers showed the economy is likely to go into a recession due to inflation and the gas and interest rates and supply chain. 77% of CFOs responding to a CNBC survey said the economy will experience a recession in the first half of next year. Uh, This is news in June, but if you listen to this show, you were informed of this months ago. Uh, Liz Peek, foxnews.com, worked on Wall Street 20 years when I was like, so recession by fall. She's like, "Uh, first part of the year to end the spring right there. And you want to know why it's happening? Well, all we got to do is just flash back to the campaign trail. You had Biden promise. He promised a war on the oil industry. Here is his quote from 2019. He said, I want you to look at my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuels. And he did. We're working on it, right? Yeah, right. We need more refining capacity. This idea that they don't have oil to drill and to bring up is simply not true. All they need to do are really two things. They need to change the tone. They need to start talking about the essential nature of this industry on a going forward basis. And they need to also enact policies that are actually going to produce more oil and gas here in the United States. I get up in the morning, look at Joe and say, where the hell are we? Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Well, uh, David Todd, GVWire.com, writing Fresno City Council, Mayor Dyer, get whopping pay raises under new proposal. Hmm. I wonder how that's all going to set well when we get to see that audit uh, that's coming out of the last eight years. But right now, I, 
you know what that that just doesn't i when no one's getting raises when the economy's the way that it is i don't know it just doesn't leads to sour taste just reading the headline left a sour taste am i against people getting raises no not but right now to take uh the fresno city council to give a rate well we'll find out how much to make uh, I'll talk about that on tomorrow's show. But everything that's wrong in this city, Miguel area city council members worried about Fresno buses and the lack of Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, every time I, I tell you, when I look at the buses and I, I eyeball them out here on Blackstone all the time, if you're going to tell me that's not it wouldn't be one of the major bus uh, routes in Fresno, uh, yeah, it would be. And I don't see hardly anybody sitting on those buses. I mean, I, there's times I see them go by empty empty internet service doesn't cut it uh council member miguel arias and esmeralda soria said why can't we really be in the 21st century and operate like a smart city esmeralda soria asked well because we don't mean by smart running the city that's why hello obvious uh they said about 2,000 monthly unique riders use wi-fi 2000 over the entire month and this is what you're dealing with they uh they said installing new modems on other buses would take up to 12 months and 1400 per bus to upgrade uh, miguel arias quoted here at gv wire saying that he was frustrated by the answers he said i'm not buying it that if it's an infrastructural problem you give it people money and they make it happen uh, Arias said the Transportation Department received more than $30 million in federal pandemic relief funds. Why are pandemic relief funds going for Wi-Fi on a bus? How, how's that tied together with COVID? Do explain. Esmeralda Soria said she heard the Wi-Fi argument before. Uh, her quote from the city councilwoman that has an audit coming out and will affect her assembly chances said it's still not even done and i think it's a perfect example of government and sometimes how government doesn't really work or just takes forever to get things done would somebody wake her up and remind her she she's the government put that in your pipe and smoke it uh food inflation only getting started 8.8 percent increase in food and that doesn't take out the cost right now and i know i'm preaching to the choir in this san joaquin valley here but the cost farmers are now experiencing and you know uh, you got to pay up front you, you get your money at the end the point of sale the harvest months later there is a lag there at least i i do know that in paying attention when listening to farmers talk and uh, we, we got food inflation. I think 12 months out. Think this time next year. There's fuel, fertilizer, all of that. Those are the two largest costs to farmers. And fertilizers tripled, some cases quadrupled. What are they going to do to fix this? I don't know. Tell us to go ride bikes. If you price people out of the necessity of life, uh, two things happen. People become desperate. And it, when when people are desperate, they're open. They're, they're willing for to come up with other solutions to the problem, which before you would have said that's totally out of the question. And I think that's where they're trying to get us to. You want to know really why? In my humble opinion, uh, this country is turning into what it's turning into. Uh, this Gallup poll. 81% of uh, U.S. adults believe in God, and that's, an all, that's dipping to an all-time low. 
That's the lowest. Up until 2011, 90% said they believed in God. Uh, 2016 was at 89%. The low was 2014 when 86% said they believed in God. Now we're down to 81%. When Gallup asked the same questions in, in 1953, 1954, 1965, and 1967, uh, even in 1967 with the whole hippie movement, 98% of Americans said they believed in God. Overall, 17% currently say they do not believe in God. Uh, young people, leftists, are the most likely not to believe. 92% of Republicans do. I, I wonder how the other 8% get along at the old GOP functions. Uh, 81% of independents do. 72% of Democrats do. Uh, it, that's sad, isn't it? The survey also found that about half of those who believe in God, that's equal to 42% of all Americans, say God hears prayers and can intervene on a person's behalf. So the, the, if I'm reading this right, the other 40% of people that believe in God, they believe but don't think that he hears prayers. That, that's kind of like saying, like, well, I believe in electricity, but you never go and flip on the switch. You believe in electricity, but you live in darkness. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. You're listening to The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. They tried to have a Juneteenth celebration in downtown D.C. I mean, it was it must have been over 10,000 people or, or more than that. It was I saw an overhead drone shot and there were shootings. Three shot. A 13-year-old was killed. An officer was shot. The, the drain, uh, drone footage overhead... Man, you see 10,000 or more people just suddenly disperse. Imagine it like a plus sign. You know, the intersection, everybody in the middle of the plus, and then suddenly you just see them like ants running from the overhead shot. It was, 
I just so went, this is America today? This is it? This man was there, actually next to the officer that got shot in the leg and the 13-year-old that got shot and killed. This is the biggest problem. No, 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 no. This is it. I'm sorry. It's a shooting here. Kids hitting floor. Um, officer was standing next to me. He was shot as well um, in the leg. And I tried to cover him, and I tried to cover the kid that was shot. Um, had a, my shirt was bloody, so someone gave me their shirt. Um, and it, 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 it bothers me to see this goes on here. Wow. Uh, we got an uh, issue with guns and people pulling the trigger on guns. It's not the gun or the bullet's fault. It's what the intention in the heart is. CBS brought on racial justice contributor Ibram Kendi. You've heard this name. I played his audio over the last few years. Listen to him correlate slavery and the Second Amendment. Enslaved people were fighting for freedom from slavery, and enslavers were, were fighting for the freedom to enslave. And in many ways, that sort of contrast still exists today. There are people who are fighting for freedom from assault rifles, and there are others who are fighting for freedom to exploit, freedom to have guns, freedom to maintain inequalities. Wow, correlating slavery to those that want to own guns today. Uh, I guess nothing should surprise us, should it? Uh, when we flip to now what does surprise me, as much as we know now, you, you hear so much about you science. Science with the COVID lockdown. Science. We're the party of science, you Neanderthals. Well, uh, use your science. They're ignoring it. The, uh, the results of the science that they say they implemented. Uh, look at the adverse reactions, and yet we're going to go ahead and vaccinate. The, the FDA and then the CDC finalized it that we're going to go and give an mRNA injection to six-month-olds up to, to five. COVID cases, seven-day average. This time last year, there were 11,522 COVID cases. We've had another year of vaccines, we now have 97,553 cases. That's a seven-day average. Now, deaths last year, we had 301. In 2022, we have 293. So not much has changed other than cases are, are going up more. And uh, can somebody explain it? Dr. Vora, where are you? Explain it. Explain it. Hopefully people will take it upon themselves to... Uh, you know, exert that social pressure to make sure that everyone uh, complies. Yeah, social pressure. I guess there are probably some some social circles out there where you'll be socially pressured to vaccinate your six-month-old baby, your eight-month-old baby, inject them with the COVID vaccine. Why would you do that? Have you seen the federal databases that record vaccine injury and the death reports? Do you know your baby could die from the shot? You do, and that doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, the chances of your baby catching it and becoming ill are incredibly tiny. Question the vaccine science. Pfizer, Moderna moving ahead to inject as many as as many infants as they as they can, and a lot of parents are going to go along with this. Here's how ABC 30 covered it. They said Dr. Rochelle Walensky, quote, we know millions of parents and caregivers are eager to get their young children vaccinated. And with today's decision, they can. All right. You do know the FDA didn't didn't do the, the testing. But anyhow, uh, the shots offer young children protection from hospitalization, death and possible long term complications. What a bunch of propaganda crap. 
Uh, That's from the CDC advisory panel stated. The shots offer young children protection and possible from long-term complications. Protection from long-term complications? Really, the, the vaccine does this? It's the exact opposite of truth. We do not know the long-term effects of the vaccine against kids. In the 5 to 11 group, less than a third have uh, been vaccinated since that was opened up. So I'm good to see that there are two-thirds of parents that realize that they maybe want uh, to have grandkids in the future. You, you don't even know what this is going to do to procreation in the future. Uh, last week, the FDA recommended Pfizer and Moderna for kids six months to five years old. Uh, the White House announced that vaccination of babies, toddlers, and preschoolers can begin as early as today. Uh, approximately, there's 18 million kids under five. And that, that's, the la- that's the last group that they haven't been able to actually get to. And now they are. And uh, today was the day state of Florida has said we're not recommending it. Of course, doctors and hospitals can order it. But Florida decided, no, we're not going to we're not going to order that. We're not going to put an experimental mRNA vaccine into six month olds. But yet we'll put mercury into them with the mumps, rubella, the MRM shot. And that's why uh, before covid uh, that's why I guess many people thought I was an anti-vaxxer, as, as they labeled people. We had Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on. I've done many interviews with parents that were up in Sacramento with the whole California public school system requiring this vaccine, that vaccine, this vaccine, that vaccine, this vaccine. Uh, many parents out there stated that uh, they feel the MRM uh, gave their children, uh, uh, ADD gave them uh, uh, many other problems that kids face uh today uh and and we've seen it play itself out with autism there's a lot of people that that state parents at state uh they actually physically saw the change in their children after it but no 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 uh you know you, you got to make sure that you know you, you, your baby's not going to get hepatitis when it's three months old so let's put some mercury uh into that just newborn form baby uh, would you give your baby a banana if there was a sticker on the side that says contains mercury? Would you mush that up, give it to them? No, you wouldn't. So, uh, yeah, th- this was controversial before it was controversial. Uh, you know, for children to take part in the trials, they must not have been previously I- exposed to COVID. Uh, so they ignored natural immunity, completely ignored it. And since the beginning, uh, more than 1 million Americans have died of COVID, a uh, percentage of those dying with COVID. Uh, 442 of those deaths have been kids under the age of four. 442 out of 1 million, and that's a ratio of one death for every 2,200. So parents, make your decisions. Please research it. Please. Because there's a, there's a lot of physicians, there's a lot of doctors that question if there's even a need for this vaccination program among young young kids, in those 442 deaths, uh, it's tragic, completely tragic uh, tragedy. But I, I don't think it calls for vaccinating millions of other kids that that we know it's not even effective. That's the first thing that we need to to start with. Why would you give them something? that they don't need and we don't know the long-term effects yet even fauci 
who got COVID uh, last week, even though he's been vaxxed and boosted, uh, he, he said a few months ago, and I'm going to quote Fauci. Here's his quote. If you look at the children who are hospitalized, many of them are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. If a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID. Then they get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual when, in fact, they may have gone in for a broken leg or appendicitis or something like that. So it's overcounting the number of children who are, quote, hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID, end quote, from Fauci. We know out of those 442 kids uh, who under the age of four that died, as he said, of COVID, could have been because of COVID. Uh, we don't know, did they have cancer? Did they have childhood leukemia? Uh, we, you know, we don't get those numbers from the CDC, do we? A Kaiser Family Foundation poll showed that only 18% of kids uh, of parents with kids under five intended to get them vaccinated right away. But this this rush to get these vaccines to the market, completely ignoring the long term health effects that we've seen with this, and uh, there is a new injection proposed. It's called Novavax, the NVXCOV two three seven three. It was developed uh, with the company relied on aborted fetal cell lines. This was used in the test phasing. And uh, other COVID shots had similar connections to abortion. It's one of the main reasons that there have been those that have decided to opt out of the shots and cite their faith. Many military members did this over their faith. But uh, nope, doesn't matter. Not going to happen. The report said in a letter obtained by the Charlotte Institute that Novamax admitted that their HEK-293 cells were indeed used. So it's uh, associated with abortions. Do your research on this. Uh, the Novavax shot, uh, like the mRNA, has, uh, they said, demonstrated increased risk for heart inflammation, myocarditis, pericarditis. Uh, this report stated in the FDA, uh, we know, man, they've just gone along with whatever Big Pharma wants to do. So today is the day that parents are actually choosing to uh, put the mRNA into their children. I just can't believe that, man. I guess I should. I told you about those valuable VHS tapes. <laughs> I'm starting to look for some that are, are, are still wrapped up. they got to be mint condition. A mint condition Back to the Future VHS. You're not going to believe what it's sold for. I'll tell you next. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk can't believe this time tomorrow i'm going to be saying this time tomorrow it's going to be thursday follow that track what i said it's true uh yeah without monday it's going to be a quick week is it not yes it is uh i heard an ad for back to school clothes already we're not out of june yet that made me realize well what uh halloween candy will be out there oh imagine the price of halloween candy trick or treat sorry biden's economy i ain't got nothing <laughs> right uh and the, oh boy uh, back to school sales means your kids will be going back and maybe you can put them in preschool maybe this you'll get a preschool teacher like this remember 
These are kids that are the age that can't wait for Santa Claus to visit, right? Remember, listen to this preschool teacher. Looking for a way to talk to your kids about being transgender, non-binary, or even cisgender? No. Check out my new video. You might feel like a boy. You might feel like a girl. You might feel like both boy and girl, or like neither. You might feel like your gender changes from day to day or from year to year. You might feel that none of these words describe you perfectly. You might not be sure yet. Maybe you're still figuring it out. Your feelings about your gender are real. Listen to your heart. No matter what your gender identity is, you are okay exactly the way you are. And you are loved. It feels good to be yourself, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Thank you there, teacher. Uh, if you don't, if you're not fortunate enough to get a preschool teacher like that, then uh, just take your kids out to the Fresno Chaffee Animal Slave Trade Zoo this, this Friday night. They'll be having a drag queen event. I called the zoo today to asked their CEO to come on the show and back up why they want to do this. I it was hung up on, and I was in no shape, form, or fashion, rude or confrontational to the woman. She she uh, volunteered the fact that she's a born-again Christian grandma, going to bring her kids out there, sees nothing wrong with it. It's inclusiveness. And I said, yeah, Jesus, he, he hung out with tax collectors and with prostitutes. She's like, yes, yes. And I'm like, he loved them, and, but he didn't hang with the with, with the prostitutes all night he didn't align with them he told them to go and sin no more at that point this lady that answered the phone at the zoo said to me uh, i will not pass your message on to joe the ceo for your interview read your bible click and hung up on me i was stunned and so on wednesday at 10 a.m we're going to be meeting at uh, eaton plaza it's downtown and reading the statement There'll be a number of pastors, churches represented, and I hope that you will be there as well. Many of you uh, have that time, and you can just show up there and be supportive of that. Uh, it'll be a statement that will be read, and that will be it. We won't be taking any questions or, or comments. That's Pastor Stoll, Northwest Church. Many pastors are getting together. Pastor Jim Franklin as well. They're standing up to uh, this event at the zoo. All that money, Measure Z money, taxpayer money that went to that, no? And now... Um, Upcoming, there's going to be an event at the zoo where drag queens uh, are going to perform. And this is going to be for children. There'll be a meet and greet. And so as we talked as a group of pastors in the community, we thought we need to have a response to this. Uh, We're called to stand in a world that's crooked and perverse. We're called to be salt and light in uh, our community. And to not speak is to speak, and not act is to act. Applause, applause. This same group that Mayor Dyer has uh, aligned with two years in a row, the same ones that have been out uh, attacking the Adventure Church at the Tower Theater, uh, they've now moved out. And see, this is the tone that a mayor could set. Do you think the Fresno Economic Commission or the Fresno Chaffee Zoo would have felt comfortable doing this if, if Mayor Dyer had not proclaimed it? I'm not going to say that they listen to everything he says, but it does set a tone and an attitude over a city. We know that. And he needs affirmation. The number one thing is that uh, I make certain that before I run for mayor, that I'm the right fit for this city, that the timing is right, and that I have the affirmation from God. Okay, affirmation from God. He made him the mayor in Jerry Dyer's mind. So when he's mayor and something comes up about 
the pride flag going up, which states God made a mistake. God didn't know what he's doing. He made me a boy, and I'm supposed to be a girl. And in terms of what happens over the next week, uh, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm going to continue to to pray about this and, and meet with some folks and hopefully come to some resolution. And if not, then um, you know we'll see what the next step is. A sealed near-mint condition of the 1986 VHS tape of Back to the Future. Guess what it actually brought to the table? $75,000. Who owned it? Biff. So uh, how about my homework, McFly? Yeah, remember uh, Biff, the bully? Okay, Biff. Well, I'll, uh, I'll finish that on up tonight, and then I'll uh, bring it over first thing tomorrow morning. Hey, not too early. I sleep in Sunday. Oh, McFly, your shoes are tied. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Biff, he owned it. He kept it, and he got $75,000. Save your cassettes. I got a cassette box. Uh, they're not mint condition, but... Remember those cassette boxes you put 20 or 30 cassettes in? Snapshot in 20 years of... Well, you know what? Uh, Think about CDs now. Start saving them in 20 years. They'll probably be extremely valuable, right? We got it all figured out, don't we? Yeah, we'll try and figure it all again tomorrow. Thanks to Agent Squires. God willing, we'll do it again tomorrow. 3 o'clock, John Girardi's coming up. Enjoy your Super Tuesday evening. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.